It's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did You Know What way before the internet or social media existed with my co-host Greg Alperin. Joining me to help control the um <laughs> chaos, we're going to talk about anything and everything on this brand new episode of Crazy Train with me, Jasmine St. Clair, all aboard. So I don't know if a lot of you knew about this website called MrSkin.com. It was around for quite some time, but really popular in like the early 2000s, late 90s, I believe. The founder is absolutely not what I expected at all. I mean, Jim McBride, oh my God, how hot. But most importantly, his website completely saved my relationship with the Blue Meanie. He's that wrestler I dated a while back because of that site. I did not have to have sex with my boyfriend. It was so perfect. So I have to have him on the show today. Let's welcome Jim McBride. It is such an honor to have you on this show, Jim. I don't understand. I just, I was always in awe of your website. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's, uh, it's going on its 23rd year, by the way. <sighs> yeah. Like you started this in what, the late 90s? Yeah, 99, August 10th. Yeah. Now, for those of you listening, especially like some of you younger millennials, it's MrSkin.com. So this is like the most genius thing. It's a website that was dedicated specifically for, let's say, your mainstream actresses that you like. So you'd go on the site, punch in the name, and it would have which movies they appeared nude in. And like it have this, I think, the five-star rating and like what they did for how long. You could probably explain it a little better. I think I got the gist of it. Yeah, no, it's a it's really a database that I started to find out if any actress from movies or television, you know, it's it's really an R rated website. We're not uh, I didn't try to um, review porn movies, but there is some uh, there is some porn at our website, both because it's showing up in mainstream film more and more. And also just some of the classics, um, Deep Throat and. Debbie Does Dallas and 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 the movies that became culturally significant, uh, we've reviewed them for our site. So we're not prudish about it. It's more about MrSkin.com is really, you know, about the history of movies and television uh, nudity. And um, I started it in 1999, and it, I started with a thousand actresses. The internet was new. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but. Um, you know, I had this gift where if you asked me any actress, I could tell you off the top of my head if they've been nude, how far into the movie. And uh, I started going on tons and tons of radio shows all over the country right before and immediately when I launched this website and that helped like get a lot of notoriety. I started on the Howard Stern show in 2000. I've been on that show 20 plus times and um, I've been on thousands of other radio shows throughout the years. And um Really, the the website, which I, I think if you go to our website, you'll appreciate the um, the level of um, expertise, um, the love that goes into it. I mean, we celebrate nudity in film. We're not here to say, you know, this actress shouldn't have been nude. She doesn't look good. That's not our vibe. Our vibe is we, we celebrate all nudity in movies and television and um yeah, I can't believe I have 40 employees. I've been doing this now almost 23 years. And Jasmine, it's really fun. I mean, I can't believe that I get to do this for a living. It's It's been a riot. Yeah, I'm sure it's like a lot of guys' dreams. I mean, 
I, I, I'll admit two things, actually three things. So first and foremost, I didn't really want to read up too much about you because I like to just find out about people. Like I'll go up sure. to almost anyone that's like half normal and talk to them <laughs> if they seem like they want to talk to me. Um, and then secondly, um, like I feel as though we don't have enough nudity in TV these days. And it's this whole other culture where it's just, People are so uptight about it. Like in Europe, it's easy, you know, that's so much yeah. in TV shows. And with you, lastly, you are, you really do not look like the, well, is this going to be mean? I might describe half my fans, but okay. You don't look like the type of middle-aged guy that lives in his parents' basement that would do this. <laughs> I saw your photos. I did look your photos up. And ladies, he is not what you think. Trust me, <laughs> it's way like the whole other direction. How did you get into this? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, just as a kid, um, I, you know, I grew up in the 70s as a little, you know, young kid and in the 80s coming of age. And, you know, we had NBC, CBS and ABC and, you know, Charlie's Angels and all this stuff. And, and you know, as a kid that was just coming into, you know, puberty and all of a sudden I got in, in the fall of 1980, I, I got HBO and uh, Showtime Cinemax and all of a sudden I had all these R-rated movies in my house and my dad got me a, uh, a Betamax player at the same exact time. So I started to tape as much as I could. I made compilation tapes of, um, of nude scenes from every movie I could tape every night. And I did it for years. And uh, I just became like, and I was, I just have a good memory. I organized it. I was, I was a ton of fun at parties in the eighties and nineties because all of my friends would ask me, if such and such had ever been nude. And I, you know, I'd know off the top of my head. And, uh, and then along came the internet and um, I was in a bar and um, in Chicago, I was working at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, you know, in the trading pits. And, uh, you know, I was out, I was going nowhere, Jasmine. I was in my thirties. I was like living paycheck to paycheck. I was single, but I was in a bar. My friends were quizzing me and this guy had a radio show in Chicago. And he's like, that's amazing. How do you know that off the top of your head? I think this would play well on my radio show. So during lunch one day, I left the mercantile exchange and walked over to the, this, the radio station in Chicago, took a cab actually, and went on the show. And they, before I went on, they said, you don't want to use your real name, do you? And we came up with Mr. Skin just as a joke, thinking I do it one time for 15 and I have my 15 minutes of fame. I go back to work and that would be it. But it became a real popular segment. People loved calling in and they couldn't believe there was a guy that knew this off the top of his head. And um, I just became like a local Chicago radio celebrity for a year or so. And then finally, someone at a radio event, which I was at as a guest, uh, came up to me and said in like 90s, maybe 98 or something, said, you know, you got to put what's in your head into a website. And Jasmine, I didn't even know what a website was. I go, what's a website? I had no idea. You know, it was 1998. I didn't even know. And um, I took the plunge. I quit my job. I raised not a lot of money uh, from my brother-in-law and, and one of the traders at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. And that was it. I just said, I, I know I could do a great website, even though I didn't know what a website was, just because I know this stuff so well. So I... Uh, I gave it a shot. I didn't have much to lose. It wasn't like I was walking away from this huge, uh, you know, salary or job. And <laughs> lo and behold, here we are almost 23 years later, and I'm still doing it. And I have an incredible team. Mr. Skin has been in 
you know, Saturday Night Live. It's been on uh, Family Guy. It's been in the movie Knocked Up. I mean, it's become part of pop culture. And, uh, uh, we, you know, we stayed true to our mission of, you know, celebrating nudity in film. And it's been a it's been a great ride. I think it's amazing. I am. Um... I'm wondering how this did during the pandemic. I mean, I know I kind of figured out that the divorce rates might have been up during the pandemic, like when we mm-hmm. had lockdowns, but I'm sure your website did really well too. Yeah. I mean, we did listen. Um, <laughs> everyone was working from home, right? So there was no firewalls. So <laughs> anyone who maybe used to work at a law office or used to work at a bank or used to work at an insurance company was now home. And you know what happens when you're around your computer, yeah. you know, you kind of go over and want to look at some nudity. And uh, yes, um, we had definitely had increased traffic uh, during the pandemic. But, you know, I think a lot of online businesses did. Um, believe me, I trade no pandemic for less traffic any time. But uh, oh, yeah. that's where it was. Yeah. I mean, it's well, it had it up. It had some upsides to it. I can save it. Um <laughs> Oh, uh, so let's see. So you were in Chicago. So are you from Chicago originally? I went to Second City. So when you said Chicago, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago and uh, I lived in Chicago for many years. Now I'm in I'm married with three kids and live in the suburbs of Chicago again. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm Chicago my whole life, in, at least in the suburbs uh, or the city uh, my whole life. Which radio show? Was it Man Cow? And was it I have been on Man Cow Show, but in Chicago, uh, Steve Dahl is a very popular show in Chicago. Oh, cool. And uh, I started actually on um, a show called Harry and Spike was the very first one I went on. But then Steve Dahl is a legend in Chicago. I went on his show. I had been on Man Cow Show. I met him a number of times. Um, and then slowly, when I started going on in Chicago, these producers, they all talked to each other. They did at the time in the ni- late 90s yeah. and uh then all of a sudden I'd be like on in Seattle and then I'd be on in uh, Boston and then Detroit and Dallas. And next thing you know, I literally was on in every market in the country. The guy, my bosses at the Merck were getting kind of pissed. So that's what, one of the reasons I quit because um, I was starting the website and I just had so many opportunities to get free publicity by going on the radio. And still to this day, I'm, I'm a regular guest on shows all over the country, believe it or not. But it was much more a bigger deal then because there were just so many more shows and um, you, you know, like th- there were way more morning zoos and, and like every town had young up and coming radio guys. It's not that way anymore. You know, radio has become very consolidated. There's you, you show me someone in, you know, on a rock station that is in their twenties or thirties. And it's like, you know, that all the, you know, DJs now are like, you know, my age, you know, they're like, you know, forties or fifties, you know, and sixties even, and it's weird. But, um, uh, anyway, it's been, it's been a riot and I've loved going on the Howard Stern show and I've gotten to be friends with those guys over there. And, uh, it's just been a fun, you know, this whole thing's been a riot. Yeah. I mean, Stern, that was so much fun. I remember going on a show all the time. I would, yeah. like, I grew up listening to Stern cause I would get my, uh, my LPs traded in that little okay. thing he had, it was like back in the eighties or not. And then um, I would take a red eye from LA. I would barely sleep and they just go and do the show and then either go back to LA or just hang out in New York because I had family there, but that's mm-hmm. 
It was an amazing ride. And when you're saying Harry in Chicago, was it happening, Harry, or was there another Harriet that I don't know? No, it's Harry Tynowitz. And it, okay. no one would ever call Harry Tynowitz happening either. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, so. yeah. No, 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 no. But um, yeah, and I always remember like, and, and still to this day, I actually got a, um, someone left me a message today that they heard me on Howard Stern today, like they playing old you know, re- replays. I, I didn't hear it. I don't even know what they're referring to, but it's so cool. I mean, when I used to go on Howard in like the early 2000s, like it would n- knock my website down, you know, like I couldn't handle the traffic. I mean, f- finally figured it out a few years into this, but man, um, the amount of uh, notoriety and, and, and just people, not to mention money, we would make just from those appearances on Howard once a year were just amazing. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's such as Howard did so much um, for my career. Like, I didn't know what it would erupt into. You know, I had no idea. I was just so aloof to all of that. But it was a great. Right. It's so different now. Did you ever get sued by anyone? I would just think that there's that fine line, you know, a nudity mm-hmm. thing and then an actress or maybe buyer's remorse from an actress. There's so much of that going on. Yeah, you know, in, in 23 years, almost 23 years of doing this, um, I'm very lucky. At, we've had very, very, very few legal issues. And obviously, we're still in business. So that tells you something. And um, I was really careful when I started. I didn't want to launch this and get shut down in three weeks. So um we have been very careful the way we review and 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 rate and and uh, the way we uh, present the information, MrSkin.com. We're obviously doing something right, and it's because I looked into that at the very beginning. And we've stayed very strict on how we present uh, the content at our websites, and I think also too. You know, I never wanted to be like, you know how like people would steal cell phone pictures of famous actresses and post them like we would never do that. Or like the paparazzi, like getting into someone's backyard that they they didn't willingly appear. All we're doing is reviewing movies and television shows where actresses willingly appear. I think that has a lot to do with it, too. So um, anyway, like I said, you know, um, 23 years and such so few. times and believe me there's nothing worse than being in these stupid lawsuits but i've been really lucky in regards to that am i on your website yes you are do you believe Which it or not now not really from porn but like from dorm days yeah. i know you're in uh-huh. uh do you remember a movie you did called swamp zombies yeah. that uh-huh there's also yeah. another one out there but it's under a different name and um i don't think anyone maybe very few people it's before i um it's before I had a couple of enhancements done. There. So you only have two of those movies up there, right? Yeah. And like I said, we don't like get into um, adult stuff. Yeah. Right. Which is fine. It's obvious. It's, you, there's obviously plenty of places you could go to find that. Yeah. But um, uh, but like if it's in a in an R rated, um, you know, an R rated movie, um, we'll definitely have it at our website. So. That's so cool. I do the the internet just streaming all this other free stuff has somehow like affected your business. So like, let's say if I wanted to see Angelina Jolie topless, and by the way, I was her body double for her Tomb Raider doll. So I kind of know what she might be like. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so like if I just wanted to go on- online and find it, you know, maybe oh. I find it somewhere else free. Um, Hold on one second. Sorry about that. It's Okay. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. Um, so if Angelina, if I want to see an actress, just put it in the internet database or just regular websites or uh, Google. Sorry, I hate Google, but. And all of a sudden, like all these other sites might pop up with Angelina Jolie, like in a nude scene here or there. Has it ever impacted your business at all, your site? In what way? Say that again. Yeah, I know. It was so jumbled. Uh, no, no. If, yeah, go um, so let's say I wanted to know if Angelina Jolie was nude in a movie and I wanted to Google. And just with so much free stuff nowadays on the Internet, has it ever affected MrSkin.com? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like... Um... In the early days before, um, you know, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter, um, you know, and competition, you know, we were one of the only games in town. And, and I had been going on so many radio shows that people knew you should go to MrSkin.com to find this and, uh, you know, to find that kind of information. But I think today you're right. That's a great question. There's tons of free content on the Internet. Um so I mean, so you could go anywhere to see nudity, but what we do that's that makes it worth um, someone paying a subscription to is the fact that you know we're Our goal is to chronicle every nude scene in the history of movies and television from all over the world, from the latest stuff from Euphoria's fourth episode that just aired Sunday night to a drive-in movie from the '70s, and um, it's like a one-stop shop where you could go and and you know get this information. And, you know, people will pay for the level of expertise, you know, how we rate um, our blogs, our reviews, the information we give. And is it every single person wants to pay a monthly fee to see that when they can find some of this online for free? No, I get it. But there's enough out there that keeps our company very healthy. And like I said, I have 40 employees, so we're doing something right, you know. But your, your site, um, like MrSkin.com, is way different than any other thing out there. It's totally worth the subscription because everything is detailed, like what part of the movie, how many minutes, and exactly yeah. what's going on in it. Because um, I went on Mr. Man. I have a oh, screen. Mr. Man. Yeah, now that's our male nudity yeah. website, right? I know, I know. Um, there's some things on there I wanted to get to. But with Mr. Skin, <laughs> I have to say... That really helped me because I'll tell you how I found out about it. So I was dating this wrestler and now people have to understand, like he didn't look the way he does now when I was dating him because he's like 500 pounds now, but the way it was starting to come back on. So he was, I saw him looking at MrSkin.com. I'm like, hallelujah. Thank you. This has officially relieved me from like all my duties. I don't have to go near him. This is perfect. So yes, thank you for saving my, my um, whatever it was I was doing. Our my, pleasure. My, my philandering pleasure. eyes. <laughs> my bad. So uh, then a lot of people who do not know this, especially the girls and the guys who like guys and like to look at guys, there's MrMan.com, not to be confused with Mr. Men from the UK, but Mr. Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, how did that come up? Was that your significant other's idea or was that you? No, um, actually about, I think it was about 2014. So about 15 years into Mr. Skin. Uh, some of the people that worked for me came to me and they said, look, we're going through Game of Thrones already and there's all this male nudity. Mm-hmm. Why are we not grabbing this? We should do a website for male nudity because we know, number one, we know 
how to do it right. We know how to run a website. Um, I was a little hesitant because in my mind, I thought I'd have to promote it like I did Mr. Skin. I was like, oh my God, do I have to go memorize every male nude scene? That wouldn't really be a lot of fun for me. But um, the reality was um, we we created this site, um, MrMan.com, and it's just become like really popular in the, you know, in the well, to give you an idea, I was naive to think at the time that it would be like 50% women and 50% men that would come to the website. The truth of the matter, it's like 98% men, give or take, you know, 2%. You know? So it's like, well, listen, here's what it comes down to. It's just a fact. I've been doing this 23 years. Men are willing to pay money to see nudity. Women just historically are not. I'm not saying there's not women out there that wouldn't buy a membership, but I'm saying percentage wise, it's mostly gay men. And that's, and most of our traffic, like who we uh, partner with are the, you know, the naked swords and the, you know, the, the, the gay popular websites that love what they love about us is we're not competition for them because, um, you know, which is what same with Mr. Skin, why we're able to straddle that, beautiful middle ground of mainstream and porn is the same with Mr. Man and gay porn and mainstream is um, any of those people that love to see gay porn are also going to want to know if Bradley Cooper has been naked or Brad Pitt or whatever. So we have great partnership partnerships with some of the best um, adult um, gay sites on the internet that are promoting Mr. Man, and uh, no pun intended, it's been my fastest growing property over the last five or six years. So um, it, it's been a great, uh, you know, just a great compliment to MrSkin.com. Yeah, I mean, I pay for my membership, so other ladies have to go out there and do it. I was curious <laughs> what it was, because now I'm thinking uh, there's certain male actors. I like I kind of know things, but um, mm-hmm. like some of them, I'm wondering, how do you know it's not a body double? Um, like, I yeah, well, we're, we're really good at that. Um, that actually, that's pretty easy. The harder one is the CGI, which has come on in the last five years or so, but body double, the really, the rule of thumb with that is just make sure you see the face with the body and, uh, 99% of the time that's the actor, the actress, you know, it's, it's very common with body doubles. They'll, they'll show your face cut away and then they cut back to just show the body part. That's a red flag that, you know, it's probably a body double. Now, where things got really complicated is when they start to get really good with the CGI nudity. Mm-hmm. And um, that makes it uh, very tough to know because you could be staring at a face and a body, but it's done through CGI. And, and usually in those instances, we kind of find out after the fact that people working on the movie or just rumors or whatever, we, we, we usually get to the bottom of it, but um, body doubles, not too hard, but uh, CGI makes it a little more difficult. That's not fun though. I mean, I just, I don't get it. Like with, body, I, I think it's great that they have jobs for body doubles for films and stuff, but I just, mm-hmm. I just cannot stand like this whole uptightness because you know what this is, the you know, this is the role, you know, that she's naked and X, Y, Z. I just don't get why people cannot be, more comfortable with their bodies on screen. Like I have no problem whatsoever with any type of nudity in like mainstream film or TV doing that at all. Um, you know, well, they just had an extreme. Yeah, and I listen, listen, I wish um I agree with you. Like I 
I wish every actress did their own nude scenes and they were all in great lighting and, you know, they all were full frontal or whatever, but you know, you, you take what you could get and not everyone feels the same way you do. Um, I wish they did, but uh, what are you going to do? So, um, uh, but I'll tell you what, most actresses eventually do a nude scene at some point in their career. Yeah. And that's when they get the bucks probably for it, like the big bucks. Um, I saw Christian Bale's uh, photo. It was very interesting. I just wasn't sure if that was like a bunch of hair, if it was just really dark. So yeah. So Mm. if you go on the website, there's certain ones that are missing on there. Um, There wasn't a bunch of James Franco. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, there's just a little bit. So you'd probably have to go back, well, to the deuce in the last few seasons. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, that was so much fun. And on that show, they actually had the actors uh, grow in their pubic hair to suit the 70s and 80s. Right. Yeah, it was a retro show. But yeah, we we definitely uh, have a lot of nudity from the deuce, uh, including James uh, Franco uh, from that. But I wish that show continued. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it went on on a high note because I think the 80s was the high point of that. It's sort of um, like I watched a Times Square killer on Netflix Mm -hmm. and I kind of missed Times Square from that era, like the peep shows and all the grime. Because if you really wanted to avoid like whatever you thought was the griminess, you just don't go down Times Square. But I miss everything, like just seeing the girls going in with their uh, scantily clad selves and like all the hustle bars, all of that stuff. Did you ever go to New York? Uh, to well, school? not in the the glory days of 42nd Street, but I, I've read a lot about it. And I, I have friends that spent a lot of time at those peep shows and X-rated movies. And it, I didn't, I wasn't out there at that time uh, being from Chicago, but the stories are awesome. And, and that's why I love the deuce to, to see just what it was like, you know, in that era. Yeah, it was just like a certain smell, like all the filthy hot dogs, like the hot dog carts, <laughs> all like the fumes come out off the street, all the cheap perfume and then right. the perfume, whatever they'd wear. What was that stuff called? Club Man. And just oh my God, everything. it's like an ambiance that you could never, ever really recreate. And it's sad. New York's like gone up in all this crime. But maybe maybe there's hope that that whole strip will turn back into like debauchery central again. Like, I'm praying. yeah, I don't see it. But I just. <laughs> The way the money they make now, it's turned it into like, you know, like M&Ms and Disney. And I just don't see it going back to where it was uh, that I think we're it's pretty safe bet. Forty uh, Second Street and Times Square will never be the same. Then I'll open up a playground just like that. That will be my goal in this lifetime is just to have an amusement park. that's like Times Square. And that's it. <laughs> so people could just relive that whole era. That's but, great. Uh, that's I, great. I want to. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is interesting what you're doing and I encourage everyone to check out the sites. I mean, girls, guys, uh, check out mrskin.com and mrman.com. Trust me, the membership is totally worth it. I guarantee it. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Did you have anything else you wanted to plug or any messages for your fans? Cause you have a lot of fans. Oh no. Well, I mean, just, uh, if you haven't been to MrSkin.com, uh, come on by. I know we have a uh, right now we're voting for the best butts at MrSkin.com, uh, which is fun. Uh, my uh, crack staff, no pun intended, has put together a, a fun promo that's going on. But there's always uh, 
cool articles and and you could learn about all the new television shows and new stars and but at the same time by going to our website you could look up some of the favorites you remember maybe as a kid in the 80s that you you know your first nude scene you ever saw you could go relive that so um there's just just a lot to do and it's it's like this big museum of nudity when we like to curate uh these great scenes for you so um yeah it's just mrskin.com and it's uh uh, by the way, there's a ton of free stuff too. So it's, you, you don't have to pay to enjoy it. So, oh yeah, actually I forgot. Yeah. A couple more things, just one more thing like Columbo would say. Um, so I, so Netflix, Netflix Europe, have you added any of the actresses from any of those top shows like in Spain? Or oh yeah. Mexico? Well, that's one of the great things about um, television today with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon is that um you know, it's like they they find these great shows from other countries and then they plop it right in like your Netflix queue. So they almost become like our shows. Right. And, you know, there's so many cool shows from Spain and Brazil and, you know, wherever the Netherlands, whatever it is mm -hmm. that you could watch. And those actresses that are nude in those shows, we go through them and we love it. So all those actresses that you could find on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or, or whatever platform uh, we have at MrSkin.com, which is which is a lot of fun. Yeah, I love the TV show Undercover. Um, it's from the Netherlands. Did you have you seen it yet? I haven't watched it, but I know what yeah. you're talking about. It's amazing. Like I it's just there's a lot of nudity in that one. And then. Oh, yeah, we have yeah. some great. Yeah, great stuff. I think it's from I want to say it's from Belgium. No, but actually, maybe it's, you're right. No, it is Belgium. Is it Belgium? I'm OK, Belgium. yeah. My father is Dutch, so I just okay. It's two different things, uh, and then also Money Heist, which is one of the better shows in Spain. Or oh yeah, people Spain. love that. Yeah, and the girls are extremely beautiful in that show, and they're also like super amazing actresses. It's just just because someone might have done nudity doesn't mean that they're not an awesome actress. It just maybe they got into it more. But I mean, I I love the European TV shows. Like that's my other goal is to work on a European TV show, one day. Oh, that no smart. I listen. Uh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing the um, uh, the quality of these shows. And we if 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 Netflix didn't exist, think of all the shows from other countries you'd never even know existed. You know, yeah. I mean, when I lived in Scandinavia, I saw some good programs, but they were so high on reality TV at that time. So uh, I watched okay. French TV shows because my second language is French. And I was hoping one day I just want to work in France and just do acting there because it was just so beautiful and everything's so perfectly filmed and everyone like they're in theater at some point. So, you know, that's really where it's at. Or Right. Yeah. For sure. You have wrestling personalities that are naked on your websites. Um. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you know, especially anyone that's been in a. Uh, movies or uh, television shows. If if they've been in a movie or television show, we would have them at MrSkin.com. I know I was looking up, you know, your stuff about all the wrestling. I was really intrigued by all of that. So yeah, yeah, I loved it. Wrestling was definitely, um, you know, I think all eras of my life were great. Being a part of the whole '90s shot culture and the voice of that, I think, is one of my at one point in my life I was really um, shamed by that, but I just didn't know why. It was really stupid because it's actually one of the coolest things I have on my, you know, my resume. And I think it's awesome. And one of the biggest, like one of the coolest things was being 
like opening up the show for Vice TV, Dark Side of the 90s. The oh, yeah. That tra- trash talk TV. I had no idea I was on it. Then I'm getting text messages. I'm like, what are you like? What are you talking about? It was one of my friends. She's like, no, you're on this thing. I'm like, well, what is it? <laughs> he sends me a thing. I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty damn cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I, mean, I think a lot of kids in this generation are starting to get like fascinated with 90s pop culture, especially the edgier things such as Mr. Skin. And, uh, you know, I was interviewed for Mel magazine by these young girls that are in their 20s. Normally, I don't really speak to girls like that when they do interviews because they just it comes across differently when they ask questions. It's more like an interrogation. But these girls were like totally into this whole thing, like the evolution of the gangbang. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But they're awesome. You know, you should, I hope you get an interview with them because I think you'd be perfect for that. Oh, great. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, that would be fun. <laughs> I'll tell your publicist. But yeah, thanks. For, and by the way, has it ever been a problem like dating when you were single, when you told girls you did mrskin.com? Did they ever feel that was like demeaning or just, no, you know what? I, it actually like it was pretty cool. Like right around 99 is when I met who would become my wife. So I've never really had to deal with that from the standpoint of, you know, being single and, and all that. But I will say like it comes up more with like my kids, like parents, friends. And like yeah. I don't like to open with I'm Mr. Skin. You know, if they most of the people in my town know what I do because they talk about it. But when the instances happen where someone asked me what I do, I might just say like, I'm in the computer consulting business and then we'll work up to Mr. Skin. You know, it's not that I'm, I personally am not embarrassed about it, but I don't want to make people uncomfortable that, that maybe don't see it coming. If that makes sense. So yeah, no, like literally. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, you get I it. Had to. I mean, it's like Mr. Pillow, Mr. Skin, Mr. Man. There's all, there are all these really cool misters. I like yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of cool misters out there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, it's mrskin.com, mrman.com. And are there any messages for your fans or the listeners? No, just thanks so much. Uh, I'm glad I finally got to meet you. I've known about you, obviously, for many, many years and you. your Howard Stern appearances and your uh, adult videos and your wrestling. So it was uh, an honor to be on your podcast. And I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. And it was definitely an honor to meet you virtually. And uh, <laughs> yeah, let me just so thank you very much. And hang on, just sit tight. I don't know how to end this stuff. Don't forget to subscribe, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>